Today is Wednesday, August 1st, 2018, and what a show we got today. MGM Resorts and the National Basketball Association announce a gaming partnership. What does that mean for the league? We look at Mellow's Money Tree, and then we also look at Johnny Football, Money Manziel, baby. He's back. He's starting for Montreal Uh, In the Canadian Football League, can't wait for that one. I'm going on vacation uh, to Boston for the New York Yankees versus the Boston Red Sox. Cannot wait for that game. Uh, We do a quick recap of the 2018 MLB trade deadline day. And Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and Mitchell Trubisky battle. And the most important game of the season, whenever you look at the calendar, you always look for this, this very much, very much important game. So good that I said very much twice. The Hall of Fame game, baby. We made it through it. Everybody. Everybody listens to my show. We made it. Now we have football every week. Every week until the second week of February. What a glorious time it is to be alive. All right, everybody. Let's get through hump day. Hope everybody has a good one. And I'll talk to you soon. Let's get it. Alrighty, what a show we got today. Whew. Heading up to Boston in a couple hours. Very, very excited about that. You see the New York Yankees take on the Red Sox. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to have my Jeter jersey. I'll be wearing it. And I will be taking my lumps like a man. You know, I, I don't know how it's going to be. You know, I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a guy that'll get drunk at a bar and, and try to fight somebody just because they wear a different jersey. So I think if I just stay true to me and defuse some situations, I'll be fine. You know, I can't imagine that's too crazy. You know, everybody's saying that, oh, it's a stupid idea, but I don't know. Is it really that stupid? <laughs> the answered yes, you're probably right. If you answered no, you're probably right. So I don't know what the answer is. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting trip. I'm very excited. But yeah, the New York Yankees defeated the Baltimore Orioles last night. Miguel Andujar hits a nice three-run jack as the Yankees win by the final score. Of six to three. It was a very good game. Tanaka looked okay. Had a high pitch count, so he only he didn't go that far into the game. Uh, he only went six, three hits, no earned runs, two walks, eight Ks. It's good. That's good, man. I enjoyed that. Chapman looked like Chapman. You know, uh, Batanza struck out a couple of guys. So, it looks, uh, the Yankees are looking pretty nice. Pretty nice out there. I almost had a heart attack because Stanton got hit by a pitch. That's all right. He's okay. He, he, he's a tough man. So, he's okay. So, thank God. Plus, they uh, they changed the uh, pitching matchup for the first game in Boston. 
is very surprising. The CC Sabathia goes for the Yankees. We knew that already. But now they got this guy Johnson in. Johnson. Christopher Brian Johnson. Lefty. Let's see. I don't think I've ever really seen this guy before. Ever. That's pretty interesting. It's very interesting. Is he a reliever? That can't be right. I've, I've legitimately never heard of this person ever in my life. I feel terrible because I'm supposed to be you know, knowing everything about everything, about sports, but I I have no idea who this is. Who are you, man? He looks like, like a spot starter guy. I'm looking at his stats right now. So that's three outings. He's not gone six innings, but he he's been relatively good. I mean, four and two-thirds against Toronto. Five innings, only two runs against the Detroit Tigers. Five and two-thirds, four hits, no runs. Huh. So I guess this is the spot start because Chris Sale went on the DL and Chris Sale was supposed to start, um, t- yeah, you know, on Thursday. That's what I think it is. If I got that wrong, I apologize. There's no game started thing here, and I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, I just um, I've never really heard of this guy. I'm trying to look him up. Who who are you, man? Who are you, man? Well, you know he's a lefty. Yeah, oh yeah, he's definitely a spot starter. Looking at stats right now, 27 games. He's pitched in only six starts. Uh, he's he's 1-3 with a 3.45 ERA. So similar ERA to CC, but CC's pitched the whole season. So, hmm. Two lefties on the hill. Hopefully the Yankees can get to him early. Um, of course... Being a lefty pitcher, pitching against the Yankees is very difficult because of how many right-handed bats the Yankees have. I mean, come on. I think maybe... I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. I mean, the only good matchups right away, I mean, is, is Gardner, Gregorius, Bird. I think that's it. Those are all the lefties in the Yankee lineup. There's three of them. Granted, they're all near the top of the order, but... You know, I think it's a good matchup for the Yankees and to get a break like this that Sale isn't pitching. I mean, they better come out and win this game. And plus, I'm there, so they better win this game. Man, if it was Sale versus Sabathia, man, that would have been bad. But it is not. It is Johnson versus Sabathia because... uh, Chris Sale went on the disabled list for 10 days. Shoulder soreness. 
So that's that bodes well for the Yankees. I mean, hey, that's pretty awesome. Not that I root for injuries or anything like that. I never do. And I actually get, like, sick to my stomach with people make fun of injuries and stuff like that. But when you're in a race with your rival and you get a break, you take it. And you have to take advantage of it. No excuses. Yankees don't have Aaron Judge. They're not... You know, they don't feel sorry that Aaron Judge isn't there. Nobody feels sorry for the Yankees. So we got to be cold-blooded and go out there and win some games there. I mean, come on. This is a big, big, big thing to happen. Humongous. Humongous thing to happen. Crazy. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to go. Uh, I'm going to go to the Bleacher Bar in Boston on Thursday. If you live in Boston somehow and you know where who I am, I'm going to be wearing the golden Derek Jeter jersey. Say hi. <laughs> I doubt that you, you know, anybody would, but dude, I'll let your boy if you somehow listen to this all the way up in Boston. Maybe you're a Yankee fan like me, headed up to the game. Hit me up, man. I need some backup. I need some backup, man. The Yankee takeover, man. Taking over Boston, win that game. Man, I'm I'm very curious to see. Very curious to see who how many Yankee fans are actually gonna show up in Boston. Cause I know I'm not gonna be the only one doing the same thing. So we shall see how it goes. Alright, well, as much as I love to talk about the New York Yankees, because everything is very positive at the moment compared to the other team. You know, the Yankees are in the race for the playoffs. And the Mets are just um, a disaster. A disaster, man. I, I've not seen a worse organization do anything since maybe the Islanders when they gave Deep Pietro that... 17 the 15 year contract that's probably the last time that like I've seen so much gross incompetence by a franchise like in my life it's really bad yeah uh the reason why we didn't trade anybody out of our top four in our rotation is because we know what what you know what we have there um, as long as we can get the hitting going and increase our bullpen to a better level, then we will win and we'll be the greatest team on earth. We're going to repeat what we did in 2015 and get a lightning in a bottle because we don't want to rebuild. You know, I, 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 I hate to break it to the Mets, but your team is garbage. Your team has been awful this whole season. They have no idea what they're doing. They have zero, I mean, zero zero clue on how to run a baseball team. The Wilpons do not want to rebuild. They would rather have you be super excited in April and be very disappointed by August. That's what they would rather you do. The reason why I say August is because we're in the month of August. They've been a disappointment this whole season, but, you know, let's throw a parade for them in, in April when they're a little bit better than we think they are, and then they show their true colors 
maybe a month later. Yeah, I just, I just don't get it. I really don't. What's the point? What is the absolute point of trying to go all in? When you don't have the hitting, the fielding, the bullpen, or a closer. Don't you think you have a little bit of holes there, buddy? Just just a smidge? Just a smidge of holes? That, that, that nobody can hit on your team? You know, you you've, you still have Jose Reyes. You're still paying Jose Reyes to play baseball, and it's August. Like, I, I don't know what's worse. Is pitching last night or is hitting? And we'll get to the game last night. Oh, boy. Oh, man. But it's just, it's a crazy concept to me that the Mets think that they can still compete next year. And my question is why? Why? What are you building there? What are you like? There's no farm system to be heard of. There's no big time, big threat at the plate. Maybe if you count for Conforto, but Conforto, I mean, is is what? Who is Michael Conforto? I mean, seriously. 231 batting average. Well, they rushed him back. Now he's starting to get a little better. Yeah, he's still batting 231, 14 home runs, and 39 RBIs. That's not good. That's not good enough. It's it's a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. This team is garbage. This team does not know when to just throw in the towel and rebuild... Shoot, the Yankees did it. And you know what they did? They went out to go out to the ALCS that next year. You could still win with some young players, Mets. You don't need these oldest dirt veterans who can't play anymore to basically fill out your roster. I mean, think about it from this year. Todd Frazier, Adrian Gonzalez, Jose Reyes, um, do, 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 do. How come I feel like I'm missing a couple that they signed this offseason? Oh, Jose Bautista, obviously. Um, yeah, it's just it's awful. I'm shocked they didn't go after Hanley Ramirez, maybe one of the guys you kicked the tires on that can actually still play baseball. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what's going on with the Mets. It's absolutely disgusting. People getting dehydrated. People just just can't do nothing. Daniel Murphy hits two dingers off of you. Ryan Zimmerman's laughing at you. No, let's get let's get to the game. I'm ready. I'm ready because I'm I'm I just find it absolutely insane that they think that they can win next year and not get injured and we could be healthy and we're the best team ever and they just don't know yet. No, we know. We know. We see you. We see you behind the freaking Miami Marlins. We see you in last place. The reason I say last place, well, they're not technically because they have better winning percentage technically, but they're 44 and 60 and the Miami Marlins are 46 and 63. 
So Miami has more wins than you. Yeah, you're definitely on the right path to glory. Right path to glory, hey? It's a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. It's just disgusting. So let's get into the actual game itself. All right? Let's try to get through this together because it's it's what a what a sight it is to see. Steven Matz didn't even get out of the first inning. Probably threw another hissy fit. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't watch the game uh, for the most part. I turned it on when it was 19 to nothing in the sixth inning. But let's get a recap of what happened. Anyway, Steven Matz, apparently one of these guys, ooh, look at this rotation, the power rotation. We we have Steven Matz in the middle of there. He's really good, good lefty. Two-thirds of an inning, eight hits, seven runs, all earned, one walk, two strikeouts. What a disgrace. What an absolute joke. An absolute just train wreck. I mean, come on. Come on, man. And then we bring in Rame just to, you know, try to get as many innings out of him as we can. Two innings, seven hits, six runs, two strikeouts. Tim Peterson, the great Tim Peterson, who's to the, the Met Open's amazing. One inning, one one in the third innings, two hits, three runs, one walk, one strikeout. Bachelor comes in, oh, two thirds of an inning, two hits, three runs, two walks, no strikeouts. The great Jerry Blevins comes in because he's so good. He's so great. One and one-thirds, one hit, no runs, one walk, and one strikeout. Wow, he had the best game out of all these clowns. And then this guy Smith comes in. Drew Smith. I guess he did all right. One hit, no runs. It's amazing. And then the great... The disease comes in in the bottom of the eighth inning. And by the disease, I mean Jose Reyes because he can't hit. And I don't know. I don't know what's worse, his pitching or his his hitting. Or his fielding, for that matter. I don't know what's worse. I don't don't know what the hell is the worst part about Jose Reyes right now. Five hits, six runs, two walks. And he also... uh, Hit Ryan Zimmerman, and he was kind of making fun of like a uh, charging the mound in a twenty-five to four baseball game, a twenty-five to one, I believe at the time of that bat, at bat, yeah. So, I, so I always hate the Nationals because they just everything's a joke, including their organization, including Bryce Harper, including this is a team. That's supposed to go to the World Series and supposed to be the man. I'm I'm looking at USI Sports, Sports Illustrated. Freaking ridiculous. Picking these bum asses to win the World Series. 
and they're out there just making fun of like a charging the mound thing on a 54 mile an hour or whatever the hell Jose Reyes was throwing. Just take your base and shut up. Just please. From my perspective, anyway. But in the same breath, I'll say, like, oh, we should make baseball fun again. But just not with the Washington Nationals. They're just bums. Bums. That's what they are. They're bums. That never show up for October. And they're not even going to make it to October, and they're going to lose their best player. So, bye-bye, Nats. As soon as they're done beating up on the, 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 the Mets, oh, boy. Actually, I don't know if they're going to beat up on the Mets. Because it's crazy to think about, and I know that the Nationals should just beat the Mets up again, but tomorrow it actually looks pretty good for the Mets. Or today, in a couple hours. Noah Syndergaard's going up against Tommy Malone. Tommy Malone, for the Mets last year, oh my God. Oh, boy. It's 0-3 with an 8.56 ERA in 2017 for the Mets. It's garbage. He was so bad. And last year he was really bad. And this year, I mean, he's made one start. I'm not sure beat up on Tommy Malone. I mean, come on. He's Tommy Malone. Tommy Malone is trash. He's he's almost as bad as freaking Joe Vargas. <laughs> Just crazy to think about, man. Stinks. So maybe the Mets, maybe the Mets surprise some people here and win a game. Please, I would love to stick it. That's sticking it to a baseball team. A split after giving up twenty five runs in one game. Go out and beat them in the next one. That's the thing about baseball. From day to day, anybody can get upset. Anybody can beat. And go, go, just, just play with some pride. Play with some passion. Got embarrassed last night in an embarrassing season. Go out and prove something. Show me something here. Beat the Nationals, please. Put them back under five hundred. I believe that's the last game of the series. Yeah. Before the Mets head back up to Flushing to play the Braves. So. Yeah, just beat the beat the Nationals, please. Just just beat them. Beat them today. Beat them today. So then they have to work to get back to 500 anyway. It'd be very nice to see. With Noah Syndergaard back from his foot, mouth, and feet disease. Which leads into J.A. Happ getting his mouth, foot, uh, mouth, foot, and hands disease. Yeah. So J.A. Happ, the new acquisition from Toronto. Makes me thinking. Maybe it's from Toronto. Yeah. Maybe 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 that Coxsackie disease comes from some some sort of thing in Toronto. It'd be a real shame. You know, John Tavares got that that snake. Be a real shame, real shame, real shame if, if John Tavares got that. Real shame. <laughs> I'm such a ass. I don't even care. I don't even care. 
brought to Boston. I didn't care. Before, before that all happened, there was a certain uh, trade deadline that passed. And it was really funny because some people actually thought that Bryce Harper was going to leave, going to get traded or something like that. Nah, don't worry. Me, as an Islanders fan, totally understand. You know, he's going to say, I want to stay. You know, I love it here. I never want to play for anybody else. And then all of a sudden, he sees the Chicago Cubs open up like a boatload of money. And then he's just going to hightail it for the hills. Don't worry. I have experience with that with John Tavares doing the same thing. Holding a franchise out by the cojones and just leaving them in the dust. That's that's the same thing John Tavares does. Well, thank God he won the home run derby. That's his biggest accolade in Washington as a team. Oh yeah, they they won he won the the home run derby. Celebrate like it was the World Series. What an amazing what an amazing national. What an amazing um, hero. Hero, man. You see him in that home run derby? See Bryce Harper in that home run derby? Man. Dude, what a stud. What a freaking stud. He's amazing. Look at him. Look at him go with his under 220s batting average. Look at him go. Man, he can really, really hit that one in the seats. Man, his, his, his free agent value must have jumped up to $500 million with that, with that home run derby. Give me a break. It's so annoying with Bryce Harbor. He's not that good. You know, I, I have to say though, um, as a, you know, as the trading deadline came and gone, I really like what the Pittsburgh Pirates did and acquired Chris Archer from the Rays for some Prospects. I mean, not a bad move. Not a bad move at all, man. And they're pretty good. That's pretty awesome. Good for them, man. Uh, you know, the the Braves get Adam Duvall, Johnny Venters, Darren O'Day, Brad Branch. Oh, Brad Bratch and Kevin Gosman. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. And the Philadelphia Phillies. They did some nice moves. They got Wilson Ramos and uh, Strubel Cabrera. Which begs the question. Um, why are the Rays just basically... I don't know, blowing it up. Like, they're... At least they had, you know, Wilson Ramos. They had a, you know, decent pitcher that they could put the face of the franchise on. And and they're over 500. It's crazy to think about. I mean, well, I guess they're nine out. But they're over 500. That's a pretty good team. You're not the freaking Mets. You're not the Baltimore Orioles, you know. Like, you, you got a decent squad. I'm not saying world beaters, but a decent squad. 
And now, now it is gone. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Unbelievable stuff. All right, moving on from all that MLB talk. I have to take a look at Mellow's money tree because I thought it was so interesting. I really do. And ESPN put it out yesterday. In eight seasons with the Denver Nuggets, he made $58.3 million. That was his best years. In seven seasons with the New York Knicks, $142.8 million. What did that accomplish for the Knicks? Making the playoffs a little bit. Getting smoke showed by the Heat and the Celtics. And winning one round against the old uh, Boston. Was it? The, they beat Boston, I believe. But Boston was way cooked. Like, they were they were an abysmal basketball team. You know, like, they... They, uh, they really didn't do well. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, okay. Cool. So I'm looking at it right now. Uh, yes, the Knicks beat the Boston Celtics. They were the two seed. Wow. What a, what a year. What a year. This one series. They beat the Celtics 85 78 in game one, 87 71 in game two. 90 to 76 in game three to go three up. They lose two in a row. Then they win game six back in Boston. Man, uh, that that's it. That that's like Bryce Harper winning the stupid home run derby. I mean it's unbelievable. Well at least at least this is a playoff series in the next one. I mean Boston, I mean the, the Nationals haven't even been able to do that, but geez, all that money for that. The rebuild that never got rebuilding. The Phil Jackson nut house. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then I guess let's just wrap it out real quick. Uh, with the Thunder in one season, he made $26.2 million. And with the Atlanta Hawks for like four days, he made $25.5 million in zero seasons. So that's pretty awesome for him to finesse the league for basically a glorified outside shooter who has zero ability to play defense it's going to be very interesting to see you know where everybody's at and where everybody wants to go uh, I, I don't know what's happening with this app right now it's very weird but um, you know try to get through it alright everybody I will see you guys on Friday to recap the Yankees versus the Red Sox game one from Fenway. I'll also be reviewing a couple bars I'm going to. Um, I'm definitely going to go to the Bleacher Bar in Fenway. So I'm very excited about that, and I'm very excited to spend some wonderful time with uh, some great fa- you know, family and everybody like that. And you know, It'll be fantastic to go out and see. Let's go Yankees, everybody. Let's hope Syndergaard has a good start today. 
and everybody stays healthy uh, heading into the game one of their preseason schedule. Everybody have a wonderful day, and I hope to... Uh, oh, and if you like this, please like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. I'm on every single platform. Apple Podcast, uh, Anchor app, Google Play. If there's a podcast service available, I'm probably on it. So give me a nice little look and like and subscribe and stuff like that. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Peace out.